Why is DeMar taking a two every time? They shot 0 of 10 from the three-point line in the second half. De- not DeMar. Vooch and Patrick got zero rebounds in the second half. They were up 16 at half. They were up 21 at, at one point in the second quarter. And they lost by six to an Indiana Pacers team without by far their best player. DeMar DeRozan cannot pass if he wanted to ever. He, can, he doesn't though. want to. He can. We know well, he can. He's, ter- he's bad at entry passes. But my God, if you're going to say all this stuff about I'm I'm so hard on Patrick Williams, he went as far as to say I verbally abused Patrick Williams. And then we don't know who it was in the back who said what? And then DeMar yelled, shut up. And if that you're going to – if it was funny, but if you're going to try to lead a younger player and set an example, you actions speak louder than words. You have to do something in order for them to take it. What it seems to me like Demar is doing, he's not getting up and getting back on defense. He complains about every single foul call ever. And he doesn't pass the ball to Patrick Williams. How do you want to mentor him? How do you want him to get better? If, if you're not going to give him the opportunity to do so, Patrick man, Patrick's man doubles him every time. And was he too? He takes a contested 18-footer every single time instead of giving Patrick the ball for a wide-open corner three. It's so easy. It's so easy. Their first half was great, especially that second quarter. It was great. The ball was moving. Everybody was touching in. Everybody was getting theirs within the system. When the ball stops, everything stops. People become disengaged, especially Patrick Williams. We've seen this before. He didn't get a single rebound. And Will Perdue talked about this after the game, how when other guys aren't touching the ball and and they're playing iso ball, nobody's going to want to get rebounds because they're not getting the ball enough. It's more than that. People want to play in the system. People People want the ball to go around. It's as simple as that. And when the ball stops at DeMar, it makes everybody worse. And I know he's a great player. And he's done – last season he had a great year. And he has done – I guess he's brought a, a winning enough culture to the Bulls. But I know Zach Levine turned, that, turned the ball over a bunch at the end of the game. But when you're sitting there doing nothing as a max player who lately has been playing good basketball – you're going to want to try to do stuff when you get the ball. I I can't. I just can't. I can't. I, there, I, there's I can't a lot in here. It. There's a lot. Let, let me. That, that 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 was a good rant. Let let's let's unpack some. Wow. Of the things look at the old guy being mature that, here. For the that are brought up here. No, I'm 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 serious. I'm not kidding. The, the, I'm I'm. You know I'm with you on that. You know I am, and I know you've been meaning to get that out. But let's let's talk. There, there's there's several things involved here. First. Before we address the Zach piece of this, the idea that that isolation ball, hero ball, ball watching deactivates certain players is unquestionably true. And Patrick is, is, is not already a natural high motor operator. He doesn't rev at a high RPM. It's just who he is. It takes extra effort and engagement for him to be as effective as he needs to be. When the ball stops, players stop moving. There's, there isn't a need for all of the cutting and popping around when the ball isn't doing the same. And that means if you're standing in the corner or if you're standing up top, 
you're not cutting through where you're just more likely to get a rebound. There was an old coach who I used to work for who used to always yell at his forwards after the game where he'd say, one rebound, one rebound. If you're out there for 32 minutes, one rebound should accidentally hit you in the head. And when guys are standing around, it decreases the likelihood of even that, of that one rebound hitting him in the head. So there's, there's there's, there's sort of a knock on effect of standing around and ball watching. You bring up the idea of the two pointer that kills you. And we, when we talk about the idea of trading a two for a three and how that adds up, we saw it happen in front of us. We literally watched in that second half. There's a contested two. What a shot by DeRozan, the hand in his face from 18. And here's Benedict Matherin, bang, down the well it goes. And he's a step behind the line like nothing. And it didn't wasn't the same effort, and it didn't look as amazing. But it counts more. It counts for more. It's one thing to say, oh, for 10 from three. I am as mad about the 10 as I am about the zero. I'm as mad that both numbers are unacceptable and some nights shots aren't falling. I get that, but I'm as peeved about the attempts because they, they, what they were doing was, was standing and watching and waiting. And we were told now after the fact that they were Billy Donovan mentioned, and I was Billy, but somebody mentioned at halftime, this Indiana Pacers team comes back from double digit deficits. They were told. They weren't ambushed. This wasn't, oh, geez, this young team just up and beat us. We, uh, we, uh, we let our guard down there. They were warned to say, hey, th- that's what this team does even without Halliburton. And they they still, they still let it happen. Though, look at the difference that five points made. Indiana made five threes and the Bulls made none. And even if you swap out those three for two, each three for, for a two, however you want to do the, the, the back of the envelope math on that. I know that's that doesn't exactly work. But that's a, a five-point differential at a minimum. So I, I get what you're saying. I think the evidence is there. We saw it. Let's discuss Zach. You, know, you said he's been playing good basketball. Yesterday was not his finest hour. They, there's a lot of problems that they have in their roster construction and not having Dragic available for that game. It should never have gotten to that point. It should right, never. That's what I mean, it should never have gotten to the point where you're relying on the decision making of Zach Levine because he's got to have the ball in his hands, and you don't have a point guard who's going to try to find him for the catch and shoot stuff at which he's best. His handles, also, his handles leaky, and and you can't trust his him. His handles usually fine. The things that T, for, I was just going to say, TJ McConnell is a point guard. He's a good player. Yeah. He had twenty and ten last night on nine of 14 from the field in three steals with a plus nine and only two turnovers. He had 20 and 10. He had 20 and 10. Yeah. You picked him out in a summer league like, game. He, that was five years ago, but I, I you, you said he's slow. He's, he's not that good. He's not as good as Caruso. He had 20 and 10 and he had a clutch bucket on Io Desumu where he just ran right by him. Who right now I am also done with. Well, because... you're down on him. You, you, you no, can't... no. Wait, he he went over three from three and they were all open. Yep. And it I man, he's so frustrating to watch. If if you're and especially if he's out there to be defensively responsible and you're getting blown by it's one thing with Tyrese Halliburton, but if you're getting blown by TJ McConnell in a clutch Careful. moment, Pause. I think I was I'm 
Huh? You need, an, you need oh. an extra buy in there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. That, that, that's but if, whatever floats your boat, I am, but I am, I am, I, I am the things that you can't do that. If if you're supposed to be defensively responsible and, and that's what happens to you, <laughs> keep Kobe white on the floor then. And I really like what he's been doing. You didn't shoot it great, but I don't care. I, he took seven threes, made two of them. I'm okay with that. If he takes seven threes a night, I'm happy. I think he has range off the catch to shoot it from, over 30 feet. I think I, I trust him to make deep threes and I, I just, I want the bulls to be like Grinnell college. I think I uh, mentioned them in a podcast episode earlier. I don't know which one it was, but I, what, shoot I've a, said literally shoot college, a three every time, shoot a three every time because say in a half, right? I mean this, or just in general, say there are 45 shots taken by each team. One team takes all twos and the other team takes all threes. One team makes 20 of the 45 twos. It's a good percentage. But the, and the other team shoots 15 of 45 from three. And that's 33%, which is a terrible percentage from not terrible, but it's not great from three and 20 of 45 is a really solid percentage from two. It, it, assuming they're not all wide open dunks, just like just twos. That means the team that shot all threes and shot poorly wins by five points, 45 to 40. It just, it's math. And I'm not good at math, but I can do that. The bulls need to take more threes. I don't know why it's so hard for them to sh- take a step back. It's not hard. And it, if you're, there's no point in shooting the ball. If you're outside of 10 feet and within the three point line, I just don't understand it. Here's what I want to say. I, I just don't. Okay, well, let, let, let's just say that the Bulls, for the sake of this discussion, that the Bulls say, okay, fine. We want to shoot more threes. So who's shooting them? Zach is going to, you you, Zach. Want, you want him to take, what did you say, 13 a game? Was that your number? Yeah, something like, I, I, as many as possible. Zach, Patrick, Kobe. And it would have Vooch. to be Vooch. But Vooch wants to operate closer to the basket i'm okay with him doing that if he takes four threes a night four to five threes and all of his buckets i i don't really like when he takes mid-range jumpers he is pretty efficient if it's in the system where it's just a two-man game okay fine but i i like when there's a two-man game and he gets a six-foot hook shot and or a baby hook or he can use his big man footwork. Sometimes he has moments where it looks like he's going to travel and then he stays just in control enough to put up a layup. But if he's getting bunnies and he's taking five threes a night, that's where I want him scoring. And if he can put up 20 points like that, I'm, I'm happy. But I, I can't, I can't deal with guys like DeMar stopping the ball and taking contested long twos. It's just not good enough. 